0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Nora's NFL Digest. I'm your girl, Nora Natish, and we're going to talk about some of the best games this week because, and the worst, because my goodness, week 13 was crazy. We had Wednesday night football, but no, Thursday night football, I was confused by that. But again, I understand because this schedule has been wacky, wacky, wacky. But we had some crazy games this week, some crazy outcomes, and the division, um, um, top division players and teams. It's just been it's been crazy. It's crazy how quickly things can change one game. So let's dive into it. And also, I'm gonna y'all a little fancy update with your girls. So, but we're first gonna get into some of these games. Week 13 was phenomenal. I am going to start with this Browns and Titans game because the Titans done messed up my on fantasy team. Okay, um, Derrick Henry did not leave in rushing. Oh, uh, he did for the um, the Titans, but he didn't do no work, which is why I got no points pretty much. But I'm gonna give y'all. to so Ryan Tannehill completed 29 of 45 attempts. He threw for 389 yards. He had three touchdowns, one interception. Um, Derek Henry, he had 15 carries for 60 yards, and Corey Davis had 11 receptions for 182 yards, and he's had one touchdown. The Titans, the, I'm gonna say it like this I ain't gonna try to be the first. Titans should not be losing no Browns, okay? They just shouldn't be. The Browns, y'all, the Browns are nine and three. With Baker Mayfield, I'm not going to allow anybody to sit here and keep telling me that Baker Mayfield is good. I'm sorry, I'm not doing it, not doing it, not doing it. But you know he is, but he is doing it. So I cannot I can knock him off. So Baker, he uh, completed 25 at 33 to the 10th. He threw for 334 yards. He had four touchdowns. Okay, in this game he did it. But um, Nick Chubb, he had 18 carries for 80 yards and one touchdown. And he led his team in rushing. Rashard Higgins um led his team receiving. He had six receptions for 95 yards and one touchdown. I'm gonna say the Browns did not play the, the the Texans here. I ain't gonna you know I ain't gonna be that person that is gonna be, just be nasty. That's not me. That's not me. But they did do that. They did their thing. The Browns did their thing here, okay? Um the Browns definitely kinda tried they were just very, very they did play very well in the first half of the game. They, um, the first quarter they had, they put up ten points on the board. The second quarter they put twenty-eight points on the board. The board, the Titans didn't even get back into the game until the, the second half. They put up fourteen each quarter, wasn't enough to beat the Browns, which is how they fell forty-one to thirty-five. And I'm just, I was just really shocked by that because I, I just didn't see that coming. I, I thought the Titans were going to definitely win that game. That's why, I. Well, never took out Derrick Henry, period. Because that just doesn't make sense. It was a bye week But, you know, it is what it is. Now, I'm going to talk about one of the craziest games was the Raiders and the Jets. First, I was like, I know daggone well these Raiders are not struggling with this 0-11 Jets team. That is not happening. But... It was happening, y'all For most of the game The Raiders came back in the game In the second quarter But the Jets were steady They were like a little engine that could They were just chucking and chucking And they were dominating the fourth quarter But it just wasn't enough But we'll start Sam Darnold He completed 14 out of 23 of his attempts He threw for 186 yards He had two touchdowns and one interception Oof, tough luck, kid the leading rusher was Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson had 22 carries for 104 yards and he scored one touchdown. The leading in receiving yards was um, Jamison Crowder, who had five receptions for 47 yards and two touchdowns. Crowder, this thing you have on your fantasy team, I know you will. I know you lit right now. But oh, well, actually, if you have your fantasy, you're like what? Why would I put them in? Ah, yeah. I would, no, it's not me, though. But um, the Jets actually, they, they, the Jets are like that, like that old, you know, like when you see, yeah, you know, I see that old car. That's a nice car. It's still just, it's like, I got you to the, I can get you locally. We can't go state to state. It's like, but where it's local, I can take you around town. But I might not turn back on if you turn me off kind of car. so, but it's like good old reliable, right, they played really good, they played hard, but it just wasn't enough so let's go to our guy Derek Carr, who completed 28 out of 47 of his attempts, he threw for 381 yards had three touchdowns, one interception, this to these interceptions are hurting these young men, they gotta get it together because it, 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 it did change the way the game went um, Devontae Booker led in rushing and he had 16 carries for 50 yards and in receiving Darian Willer, w- Waller. Wow, Waller. Let me say his name correctly. He had 13 receptions for 200 yards and two touchdowns. If you have this young man on your team. I know you jumping for joy. You might have did a whole backflip because you fancy went stupid, okay? And the part about this game that had me was the Jets had this game won. This game was over. This game was over. And I just, the life of me, don't understand there was five minutes left in the game. Ty Johnson ran one yard, touchdowning. Derek Carr could not, for life. He was trying to come back. He ran the same play twice, with twenty-one seconds left on the clock. The first time, he threw, he chucked that ball like it was the last thing he had in him. And he overthrew his receiver completely. But he's like, "Shoot, they're going, man. Let me do it again." He threw, chucked that ball forty-six yards to Henry Riggs the third, and scored a touchdown with five seconds left in the game. If that's not the most Jets thing that could possibly happen, I don't know what is, man. Cause that was insane. It was insane. The Jets the Jets fell to the Raiders 28 to 31 with 5 seconds on the clock. That is that that just tells you everything you need to know about the Jets. It just yeah, I hate to see it. Yeah, really really do. Mm, mm, mm. Unfair. Whew. The the thing is, will Adam Gates have gates have his job after the season? I don't know. It ain't looking too good for Adam. I was look I was Adam. I'm gonna start um start going on start going back on LinkedIn and uh indeed real quick, okay? But what's going on the next game? Because that and also the part that killed me, Derek Carr in his press conference is like he said, uh, I'm just happy that I, I could pull, run the same play twice and all and worked out the best second time. I was like, Wow. <laughs> he just said a jet suck That's what he just said nicely. Okay, so our next game we're gonna talk about. Let's go down to NFC East and some of y'all hated least Let's talk about the Eagles and Packers real quick, okay? Now this game helped your girl out because she, you know, she, most of her team is in the Packers and they are leading all the positions that she needs them to. And her fantasy team did pretty well, so it was okay. It was good. It was good. But what I forgot to mention in my V report. They're starting with Jalen Hurts this weekend. Hmm. So, the Eagles are going with Jalen Hurts this weekend. And Jalen Hurts actually put up... He in passing. Ooh. And, um... Carson West is benched. Ooh. Ooh. But... Yeah, so the Packers pretty much dominated um, this first half of this game. The second quarter is where they definitely put up the points. The Eagles were struggling all the way into the fourth quarter when they started getting momentum, but by then it was just unfortunately too late. Um, We'll start with the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, he cleared 5 out of 12 uh, attempts threw for 109 yards. He had one touchdown and one interception. Um, for those who definitely want to know what happened to Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz completed six out of fifteen of his attempts. He threw for seventy-nine yards. He averaged five point three yards per um throw and he was just poor thing, was just not doing too well. Uh-uh. Homie did not Homie it was, was not Homie's game. Wasn't for him. But he was, you know, you know, give give the give the newbie a shot, right? Give the newbie a shot. And that's what happened, alright? So we had Miles Sanders leading rushing. He had 10 carries for 31 yards. And we have Dallas, Lord, I'm going to mess up. Sorry, I'm not messing your name. Um, Godard? I shouldn't call him a kid. We're the same age. Godard, um he had five receptions for 66 six yards or 11 receiving. Now it's going to those it was, it was bad men in the North. The leaders in the North, right? Was it John Snow, the North? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not in Washington. Okay, but we're going to start with Aaron Rodgers. He had 25. Uh, he completed 25 at 34 attempts. He threw for 295 yards. Had three touchdowns. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. My fans, he went stupid because of you. Thank you. And the stu- and New York plane went stupid. It's a good thing. So, um, in rushing yards, Aaron Jones led, led that for the Green Bay Packers. He had 15 carries for 130 yards score one touchdowns. Shout out to you, Aaron Jones, because you are my running back. Um and receiving yards let, of course, you know, good old reliable Devontae Adams definitely led that led that spot. He had 10 receptions for 121 yards and two touchdowns. Thank you, Devontae Adams, because you're my wide receiver. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Green Bay Packers. And this game was just ooh. Ooh, you just ooh 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 Cause pretty much, um, because no, will he ever stop? No. Um, Devontae Adams ran for 77 yards, resulting in a touchdown with two minutes 34, 36 seconds remaining left on the clock in the fourth quarter. So the game went from 16-23. Where it was actually possible for the Eagles to come back. It's still a possibility because um, Jalen Rager and. Um, he had a seventy three yard punt return for a touchdown. So he so the the don't forget, don't sleep in the Eagles. The Eagles always have a good comeback at the end. So there was a there was a get back, but once Aaron Jones ran that seventy seven yard touchdown, that was it. It solidified that sixty sorry, that thirty to sixteen win for the Green Bay Packers. So before we get to our game, we we're gonna talk about well since we're in Let's stay in um, NFC um, Eastland and let's talk about the Cowboys and Ravens. And I'm not just dumping on my teams that, I, that um, are rivals of ours. I'm not doing that. But I got to give a shout, big, big shout out to Lamar Jackson for, one, getting healthy and getting back in the game because I've heard from numerous um, outlets that players have not been playing the same way and you can actually see it when you're watching your players play they're not playing the same way because of COVID so definitely 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 um shout out to him for coming back strong Mark Andrews you you hold in there and keep fighting that that infection and get back here as fast as you can so Lamar Jackson he completed 12 out of 17 attempts he threw for 107 yards and he had two touchdowns and one interception and Lamar, as we always know, our boy Lamar do his thing, right? He also... Okay, on my phone's back. He had 13 carries. Um, in Rushing, he had 13 carries for 94 yards. He averaged 7.2 yards per carry. So shout out to you, Lamar Jackson. You're showing that you're coming back stronger than ever. You're running, that's great. You're throwing better. You're doing the best you can. Keep it up, kid. And... Sorry, because I don't love Lamar Jackson, so I'll keep on going down. So, Gus Edwards, he led in rushing. He has seven carries, 401 yards. And Marcus Marcus Brown, or Marquise, Marquise Brown, sorry about that. He had five receptions for 39 yards and one touchdown. He led in receiving. Let's talk a little about these Dallas Cowboys. Unfortunately the Cowboys this is not their year. They've just been struggling a lot on both sides of the football. They have not been able to really stop their defense can't really stop anybody right now. And they actually were doing pretty okay the first half of the game, but it just went haywire the second half. It just they we weren't able to do what they need to do. They couldn't really put points on the board might until the fourth quarter. So Andy Dalton, he completed 31 at 45 of his attempts. He threw for 285 yards. He had two touchdowns at one reception. Ezekiel Elliott had 18 carries or 77 yards. And the leading and receiving was Michael Gallup. Yeah, uh, good. Shout out to me for the first time try Gallup, he has seven receptions for 89, 86 yards for one touchdown. And... Um, Actually, they were able to see. Um, kind of, I want to love them some CD Lamb, right? CD Lamb had nine receptions for 46 yards. Yes, he actually didn't do it, wasn't, it wasn't a good night for CD Lamb, wasn't really a strong night for Amari Cooper either. But you know, the Cowboys, they have this. Is I'm gonna chop this up as a rebuilding year for them because it's just you know, it happens to the best of us. We all have some bad years, but at the rebuild, your quarterback went out, and he don't do the best he can. It just is what it is. The um, the Cowboys fell to the Ravens, 17 to 34. So, like I said, I'm not I'm not gonna be biased here. So I'm gonna give y'all one more game before I get to my game of the week. I said before by me this time. Shout out to the yes, y'all. I'm gonna say the New England Patriots. The Patriots really got themselves together. Even though yes, they faced the Cardinals, and we don't really count the right now. The Cardinals are uh, not doing too well in their division at all. So it is what it is. But, you know, I'm still going to shout them out because, hey, you you try to get yourself back together, and that's what's all that matters, right? So, Cam Newton, he completed 12 out of 19 attempts. He threw for 69 yards at one touchdown. Um, also, what's his We're going to get his name here, y'all. His name is Jared um, Stenham. Stidham, Stidham, that's his name. We're gonna go with that. Yes, you know Jared, you know your name. He completed two out of three of his attempts. He threw for 61 yards. And he also had touchdowns. So Jared Shouty. Shouty helping this victory. And we're gonna go to the rushing side of the ball. We had Damian Harris leading rushing. He had 16 carries for 80 yards. And um Gunner Alzaksky. Sorry, al Alzacki. He led in receiving yards. He had one reception for 80 sorry for 38 yards for one touchdown. It just seems like personally. Um Cam Newton actually, he also rushed for two touchdowns. Um Let's see here. Um Nakiel Harry, he also he uh caught a pass for a touchdown. It's been um be honest, the Patriots needed this win. Definitely need a bounce back. They totally, they completely needed a bounce back, okay? Patriots did they just played phenomenal. Defense was great, offense was great. They were able to just completely shut down the Los Um Los Angeles Card um I say Cardinals. Chargers. Wow. Sorry, y'all. You know you're gonna be tired. But let's talk about the Chargers real quick. So Justin Herbert He completed 26 out of 53 attempts. He threw for 209 yards. He had two interceptions. Really bad day for Justin Herbert. Really, really bad day. Austin Eckler, he had eight carries for 36 yards. And Kenyon Allen, he led in receiving. He had five receptions for 48 yards. The Chargers really just could not get any momentum. Like, nothing was, nothing was, run, like, rolling. Nothing was working. Patriots were really dominating the first half of the game. They put up 28 points in the first half, and pretty much everything else just naturally grew and led. But, um, this was a rough game for the Chargers. Great win for the Patriots, because they needed that win to bounce back and get themselves together. Now, my game of the week. Yes, I'm putting my game of the week to second to the last game. And yes, we're going back to the NFC East because it couldn't be. I couldn't have this game not my game of the week. It is the New York Giants beating the Seahawks 17 to 12. Now, was this game spectacular? No. Was this game marvelous? No. Was this game perfection? No. Was this game a win? Yes, it was. And I'm going to start there because when I say every analyst, every analyst, every sports fan, every debater said the Giants were toast. This is a bye week for this, the Seahawks. They're just going to go over there, um, have the Giants come, whoop them tail, and then go back home, back to their um, they houses and chill. Uh-uh-uh. That's not what happened here. This was um, some upset, upset week. It was. I will definitely say it was upsetting for the Seahawks, for the Giants. We know we those people. We know who we are. Okay, so that's ways what it is. Giants did their thing and held we our defense held the Seahawks to twelve points. Shout out to our defense who played hard all game. Oh my gosh, Giants did well so well on defense. I was so proud. I was like, oh my God. Because I, I will tell y'all, I'll tell y'all something happened when I was watching this game. I had my drink in my hand and popcorn in the other. Russell Wilson was getting romantic at the end of the game, right? And I was getting nervous. I thought, like, okay, he's marching down the field. Oh, Jesus Christ. We must sack Russ. Sack Russ. I remember I was screaming, on TV. Sack Russ. And when we sacked Russ, my heart was just like, yes, Russell Wilson was getting sacked most of the game, bro, was on the ground. And I love Russell Wilson, personally, the only person. I think he's a fantastic dad, fantastic human, fantastic husband. But when it comes to sports, I got to push up to the side because he is not taking down my New York Giants. No siree, no siree, right? so all I heard was just like I just felt like the giant energy when they sacked Russ but in a deep pass to DJ Metcalf will kill all your excitement in a second like that, it's gone it would be gone in a second and I was so 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 nervous because Lord knew if DJ Metcalf coughed that last pass Hello. well that's what it would be, like a welt moment We tried, but no The Giants defense was like Get out of here, you ain't doing that on us and I was just like, yes Because guys, if you were watching this game The Giants looked like poo The first half of this game So did the Seahawks, the Seahawks did not look well either But they got a safety okay? That's just says that's just what I need to say right there Pathetic, the first half But the Giants woke up and roared In the third quarter and the fourth quarter, that field goal—that's what we needed. Thank you, um, um, Graham Gano, for that 48-yard field goal, because that was necessary. That was necessary. The Giants were at the fourth quarter, had the, uh, the Seahawks was 17 to five. If Russell Wilson didn't throw that 28-yard 28 28 pass to Chris Carson we could have beat the, the Seahawks 17-5. I know every analyst would have dropped their mics because they would have be been like, I can't believe that happened. But Russ was still trying to win that game. Don't don't sleep. Don't sleep. Russ was like, uh, I'm still going to try beating this okay It's still winnable because the Giants really needed that touchdown to solidify a, a, a successful victory, And even, even if Russ scored a touchdown towards the end of the game, which is what happened. But Let's get into our leading for definitely our leaders for the um, Seahawks. Russell Wilson, he threw for 27 and completed uh, 27. No, threw for two. 263 yards. He completed 27 out of 43 of his attempts. He had one touchdown, one interception. Um, Chris Carson, who had in rushing, he had 13 carries for 65 yards. And receiving, um, DJ. DK, my goodness, I'm walking on DK, DJ, DK Metcalf, uh, five receptions for 80 yards. On the Giants side, yes, Colt McCoy, you heard me correctly, Colt McCoy led um, in passing, because, you know, Danny Daniel just saved himself and getting himself better. Colt McCoy became a man this day and led his team to victory. Shout out to you, Colt, Sh- big shout out, shout out to you from on by New York. He completed 13 out of 22 of his attempts. He threw for 105 yards. He had one reception, one interception. Yep, y'all. Sorry, my mic went full out of my hand. That was annoying. But, um, Cole McCoy also, he, he had two carries and he rushed for two yards. Oh my goodness. And Wayne Goldman led in rushing. He had 16 carries for 135 yards. Shout out to Wayne Goldman. For real, for real. And Y'all, yeah, you're yeah. going to be... Yes, I'm about to say this out loud. Evan Ingram, led in receiving. Yes, the Evan Ingram. He had four receptions for 32 yards. Oh my God. Yes, that happened. That happened, y'all. Evan Ingram, he tried, and I'm so happy that he's happy because he celebrate on Twitter. Shout out to you, Evan Ingram, because... You was necessary. You was very, very necessary for this win. So, oh my goodness, this game was the most stressful game ever. I felt like, I felt like, a, I don't even know. I was like, I felt like I'm getting older by the second, by how stressed I was, by what the Giants were doing. And this is against the Seattle, and they're just better than us. But not that day, to not this day. They weren't better than us that day. No, they were not. And that game was glorious for all New York fans. It was amazing. And the last game I was talking about, because I cannot not talk about it, is the Washington football team being the Steelers. Now, of course, Giants fans, we needed the Washington team to lose. We desperately did. Doesn't it feel good to shut the Steelers fans up a little bit? I don't know. It feels real good. You know, a little hater in me. Wants to just point that out. But this was a huge upset. Huge. Um, I think only Colin Calhoun bet on the Washington team here. In the world. And he probably won out crazy big. If I was a better, because I'm just not good at that stuff. Because no, no, no. But if I was a better, I would have, I would have bound on the Steelers too. Like, there was no way. But Washington said, again... Hold my beer. And Alex Smith said, I'm a man. I'm not gonna let you guys disrespect me. No, sorry. And Ben Roethlisberger just failed in the end of the game. Oh, bad, bad. They had a chance to win, but just bad football by the Steelers game. But I'll go start with the Steelers. Ben Rosenberger, he completed 33 out of 53 attempts. He threw for 305 yards. He had two touchdowns, one interception leading and re- and rushing was Anthony Mc McFarland Jr. So I don't want to say it like that, y'all. McFarland Jr., you know I be trying. He had four carries for 15 yards. James Washington led an and receiving. He had two carries for 80 yards and one touchdown. I was a little surprised that um I don't know about y'all we did see some people, um, some people that we normally see, doing so well for the Steelers. Um, what's what's my what's the old boy's name? Um, juju Smith um, Schuster. He did a, high, you know, he had four receptors for 17 yards. That's not normal Juju numbers. No at all. Not at all. Logan. Wow, that is definitely. Thank you. My phone. Don't you love when your your technology just starts failing you for no reason? Okay, but also I was kind of shocked that Chase Claypool was kind of quiet too. I was like, that's not Chase. That's not the Chase we know. What's up with that, Chase? Two receptions for 32 yards? Uh, He targeted four times. I don't know, y'all. I just don't know. But... The Steelers were just off that night completely, but Washington was on. Washington is fighting, man, because Alex Smith said, again, hold my beer. He completed 31 at 46 of his attempts. He threw for 296 yards. He had one touchdown. The leading in rushing was Peyton on Barber, he had 14 reception, 14 carries for 23 yards. And he scored one touchdown. And the leading receiver for the Washington Football Club was Logan Thomas, who had nine receptions for 98 yards and one touchdown. And Washington Steelers, they owned the game the first half of the game. But this is the perfect example of the tortoise in the hare. The, little, the poor little Washington team with was a little um, Torres taking the time to get to the rates He's going through it. The Steelers rushed in the first half I'm just chilling because they did nothing in the third quarter. And the fourth quarter, they, they kicked a field goal towards the beginning of the quarter, which made the score 10-17. to 17. But uh, that Torres kept on chugging and chugging and chugging. And then Logan Thomas scored um, a field Caught a 15 yard pass from with nine minutes in the game for a touchdown. That made it 20 17. Uh oh. And the hair started to get up like, oh, wait, ah, it's okay. We got it's, we had nine minutes in the game. We can figure this out. Still, you're just sitting there. Why are you sitting there? Everybody get up. Because then Dustin Hopkins, um, Hopkins kicked a 45 yard field goal and said, ooh, in your mouth. And now, I'm sorry, it was 17 17 making the the field goal, and now it's 2017. It's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, Steelers. Steelers try to get back in the game, and unfortunately, Big Ben got the ball tipped and picked off. Oh, no. And, oh, oh, no. Guess what happened, y'all? Listen, Hopkins kicked a 45-yard field goal with 17 seconds left in the game. And ending the game 23-17, to 17, Washington. Oh, you yeah, hate to see it, but shout out to the Washington Football Club for uh, another crazy victory. It was the battle of the upset, and both of the NFC, which you guys call East, by call East, teams came up on top. So we're going to quickly go over the standings. We'll see where everybody is. We got, and also, I don't know if y'all saw on on um i think we eight on um cbs and on espn did you guys see the cool like um the guy doing the playoff division spots everything like he's just out there like with the giant board doesn't ever mind just something. <laughs> okay so let's go with it um afc east we have the we have buffalo miami new england the jets afc north we have the, um pittsburgh cleveland Baltimore, Cincinnati, Baltimore fight back, get back in this hunt now they all in the hunt, but get back in there Um, AFC South, you have Tennessee, Indiana, Houston the Jags, the AFC West, we have the Chiefs the Raiders Denver and the Chargers the NFC East, you have the Giants, Washington uh, Philly and Dallas, uh, NFC North, we have Green Bay we have Minnesota. We have Chicago, Detroit, NFC South. We have um, New Orleans. Yes, y'all. New Orleans locked that in. Locked in low. You go, you go, Saints. And you have Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and the Card. Not nah, the Cardinals. Jesus Christ. The Panthers. Carolina Panthers. And the NFC West. You have. Um, wow. Did we see this coming? We have the Rams. The Seahawks the Cardinals and San Fran. So we got some great games coming up week 14. And also week 14 is the last week of fantasy in the postseason. So make sure you get your team together. Okay? Because I know I am because I'm at the last of the end of the ropes, y'all. I'm on the end of the ropes. I'm scared. I'm in fourth place. but I could be over... over beat. I could be beat any moment here. And the worst part is I got beat by my baby brother. Oh, ouch, ouch. This past weekend, he beat me. Ah, all because, also, put reminders on your phones Two, adjust your teams, guys, because if you're me and, and you're silly and you sometimes oversleep, you will forget to switch out defenses that are not looking a little bit questionable. You forget to move people around like I did and if I put my Dolphins defense in I'll be in the number three spot and I'll be chilling because there's no way I could be out of the playoffs but oh well I'm tied with the person um, the fifth person I go up against um this week, I have a really good chance of winning, Um, and we'll see how that goes, I'll let you guys know how this all turns out, maybe next my next NFL Digest, I'll be like, I'm in the playoffs, or I'll be like, well, forget fantasy, (laughs) so, this is another wrap-up of the NFL Digest, again, I have a few cool things coming my way, because the holiday season and your girl, you know y'all, you your girl, Nona Tish, loves to give. I love to give back. I am going to be donating a bunch of clothes to the Salvation Army for Clothe the Homeless. And I'm also going to be um, partnering with a few different organizations that are helping our small businesses and uh, such as restaurants mostly targeting restaurants and our favorite little local um areas to keep them in business during this pandemic we're going to go into you know probably another lockdown soon based on the numbers and you don't want your like i don't know about y'all like me i have certain spots in dc that are now closed that are permanently closed and it hurts because I love to go to the even like my little bars like to go to they're permanently closed a few little restaurants I used to like brunch out with the girls permanently closed so I'm definitely going to do my part to help those little areas and help them bounce back any any way I can and definitely I'll keep y'all posted how we're going to do that but y'all tune in next week for another NFL Digest thank you guys for listening this week take care Bye.